0: You know, last week somebody asked me a question. Now let's move into our prophecy. And by the way, uh, this is not being live streamed tonight. It is being recorded and will be posted on our because we're not upstairs. We can't live stream it. Uh, so it's being it's being recorded and posted. You'll be able to go back and pick it up on on our website. You have some folks that are interested in that. And <laughs> they asked me Sunday, said, are we live streaming that? I said, oh, yeah, we're live streaming it. And so this is the first time we're not live streaming it, but we are recording it. And so uh, if you want to go back, and you may need to, to get some of this information. We do have a few, Charles found a few uh, outlines, uh, and uh, they're, they're going to the highest bidder. Does anybody need one of these? Uh, they're starting at $50 each, and we will put that toward World Mission. No, does anybody need, we, we've got five of them. Does anybody need an outline in the back? Shirley needs one right back there. Okay. Anybody else? We still have four left. Okay. Tommy needs one. Miss Tommy needs one over there. Okay. That's three gone. We got two left. Two left. These last two are very expensive. You got to double your tithe, Joe, to have one of these. Right? Anybody else need one? Okay. Okay, we got more now. Good. We got even more. Now they're y'all are giving them turning them in. I, <laughs> I'm I'm uh I'm I'm wounded. You're turning them in. You're not keeping them. Um so just had some extras there. All right. You know, last week, uh an interesting question was asked at the end of our session, and this is the question that was asked. Pastor, where do you find this uh, the the information that you give us that is current events related to all this stuff we're talking about and uh, I later gave him uh, a couple of places he could go research but I said it's all around you if you know what you're looking for Uh, well as it turned out uh, he he emailed me the next morning said I I did what you said I've chased a couple of places and he said are these sites reliable? And I said, yes, they are, actually. He had chased a couple sites and I said, those are, are reliable sites. But I sent back to him, I said, remember, I said, it's right in front of you. You don't have to go to specific prophecy websites or prophecy books, so they're, they're, m- many of them are very good. And I said to him, for example, this was the next morning, this was Thursday morning. Now, if you remember, and I know you all remember everything I talk about on Wednesday nights, but if you remember, we talked about the Northern Coalition. We talked about this partnership between Russia and Iran that has formed. We talked about the fact that Israel is not going to, I told you Israel will not allow Iran to develop nuclear capabilities. I told you how they had uh, Iran had uh, reinstituted the enrichment at a higher grade of enrichment of uh, nuclear material to turn it into uh, fissionable material to use in uh, uh, nuclear weapon. Listen to this. This is from the Wall Street Journal. This is my Wall Street Journal the next morning. Here's a a headline. Israel's military hits Syria targets to counter Iran. Um, And uh, just an excerpt from it says, As tensions with Tehran rise, President Trump and his aides are considering policy options to increase pressure on Iran before leaving the White House and to make it harder for President-elect Joe Biden to re-enter the 2015 nuclear deal. He's already saying he wants to re-enter that deal, which was a disastrous deal. I don't care what your politics are, Uh, to re-enter that deal and to try to uh, pressure uh, a continued multinational pack uh, instead of lifting the sanctions now earlier in this article it says the Jewish state has bolstered its presence on the nor- on its northern uh, border the discovery of the explosive devices and the retaliatory strikes early Wednesday marked the latest round of a tense back and forth between Israel and Iranian allied forces on israel's border remember i told you that uh, russia has kind of crept down into syria uh, and has established a very strong military presence there they are working in conjunction with iran and we talked about all of that last wednesday night and then uh, articles uh, like this and then you all by now have heard that um there was the assassination of Iran's top nuclear scientist. Y'all heard about that? Just last week. Uh, they're blaming Israel. They're trying to blame America, too. I don't know. America may have been involved in it. But now we're discovering that Israel pulled it off by with, uh, using technically controlled weapons uh, from a, a distance. And this is a major setback in iran's capacity to develop nuclear weapons so uh, i I tell you all that if you know what you're looking for every week you're going to see things and say wow that sure does fit a lot of things that we've been talking about okay now i believe i tell you that to say i believe much of that is related to this forthcoming war Uh, that Ezekiel spoke about in chapters 38 and 39. I told you about this invasion, okay, last week. Tonight, man, I need more room up here. Uh, But I'm going to do something here. Y'all just hang on. Everything's sliding everywhere. I can't get to it all. I'm going to put some stuff in this chair. Um, So uh, I can use it a little better. Maybe I can do that, too. That'll help me. Um, so we talked about the northern invasion, uh, and you know I told you about the six and seven day wars in Israel and how Israel was outman and all, all that sort of uh, thing, and that it's going to happen again. That's what uh, the Bible makes clear that there's going to be this war. Ezekiel thirty eight uh, speaks about, it. and uh, and just like the previous war, this is what on your outline if you got it, you'll see D under point number four the devastation of the Northern Coalition. You see that? Okay. Now, just like previous attacks on Israel, and this one will be led primarily by Russia and her allies in the Middle East, which essentially is just Iran and Syria. And so they'll be the, the chief proponents. They will pull in some people that will join them, maybe conscript them or say, hey, we we source you with natural gas and things like that and if you want us to continue you're going to join us in this effort so this this uh, uh, battle will happen but it will be devastating and it that's because god will intervene and when god intervenes it's always a mismatch it was again in 67 and 73 but uh, god will intervene on israel's part now israel will most definitely suffer loss and uh, there'll be uh, uh, a great fallout to them. Um, But the Bible says in Ezekiel 38, look at uh, verses 19 and 20. Let's look at that for a second. Um, Notice what it says. It says, for uh, in my, this is God's response, Uh, back up to verse 18. Um, But on that day, the day that God shall come against the land of Israel. Remember, God it will be the leader, whoever that is. Well, today it would be, we would say it would be Putin or someone of that uh, position. Um, but on that day that God shall come against the land of Israel, declares the Lord God, my wrath will be roused in my anger. For in my jealousy and in my blazing wrath, I declare on that day there shall be a great earthquake in the land of Israel. And the fish of the sea and the birds of the heavens and the beasts of the field and all creeping things that creep on the ground and all the people who are on the face of the earth shall quake at my presence and the mountains shall be thrown down and the cliffs shall uh, fall and every wall shall tumble to the ground. In other words, when God steps in, it's going to be physical. There's going to be a physical impact. There's going to be an incredible, a gigantic, uh, earth-shaking, Uh, earthquake a world shaking it's going to occur at just the right time and it's going to it's going to throw these invading armies into chaos and confusion and most likely destroying many of them verse 21 look at that because it points to something else that's going to happen it says and I will summon a sword against God this is God talking now he's talking through the prophet I will summon a sword against Gog on all my mountains, declares the Lord God. Every man's sword will be against his brother. Do you know what he's saying is going to happen there? They're going to turn on each other. There's going to be so much confusion. Do y'all remember, has that ever happened before in the Bible? Anybody remember where that happened? Okay, when they killed 185,000. Also, how about this? Uh, Jehoshaphat, you remember? Uh, in, in that battle and all they had was a choir with a bunch of pots and pans and they started beating those things and shouting and it created confusion in the camp and they turned on each other and they most uh, likely uh, took some of themselves out and they dissipated out of confusion this happened before uh and it's going to happen here on a gigantic uh, scale it's going to cause the invading armies to turn on each other Just like Gideon's story in Judges 7 where that happened. And then look at verse 22 because I want to show you another result, this devastating uh, impact on the armies that come against God's people. It says, with pestilence and bloodshed I will enter into judgment with him and I will rain upon him and his hordes and the many peoples who are with him, torrential rains and hailstones and fire and sulfur. You see what he says? Disease and pestilence are going to be a part of the devastation that comes upon these armies that come down against Israel. A horrible plague will decimate the the invaders. Perhaps some biological or chemical weapon will be used. And by the way, we know Syria has used uh, biological weapons on its own people. And you can imagine if there's chaos and confusion, this great earthquake and the shaking that's going on, and, and they're turning on each other, and suddenly disease and pestilence uh, are dropped upon them, maybe through chemical weapons or biological kinds of warfare. Uh, I would think it most likely is chemical or biological weapons that the invaders had planned to use on Israel, and it'll backfire, and it, they'll end up, Uh, those weapons will be used on them uh, instead. And uh, they will literally annihilate each other with their own uh, kinds of uh, weapons. Uh, Verse 22 speaks of fire and brimstone, or fire and sulfur. The very things that God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah with, uh, it's referenced in Genesis 19, um, will happen again, but... It could be from a nuclear blast, some kind of tactical use of nuclear weapons, or directly from heaven. Don't rule out that God may say, look, remember, we're pushing toward the end of the age at this point. God may say, I'm just going to rain down fire uh, from from heaven. It could be something cosmological uh, in, in, in that sense, and uh Time will tell the results on that, but it will be more devastation leveled against these invaders. Um, and then look at verse 39, uh, I mean, chapter 39, verse six. look at this. In verse six it says, "I will send fire on Magog and on those who dwell securely in the coastlands, and they shall know that I am the Lord. I will, I will send fire on Magog and on those who dwell securely in the coastlands, and they shall know that I am the Lord. So guess what else is going to be a part of the devastation? It's going to be uh, some dramatic kind of fire. Again, it could be from heaven. Uh, it might be a nuclear blast. And then the aftermath. What's the aftermath? Of it? That's pretty severe stuff, wouldn't you say? You, you don't want to be a part of those armies. All right, because... God's going to step in and he's going to defend uh, Israel now the aftermath well the Bible talks about that chapter 39 look at verses uh, 17 and following with me follow along in verse 17 it says as for you son of man thus says the Lord God speak to the birds of every sort and to all the beasts of the field and to assemble and come and gather from all around uh, to the sacrificial feast that I'm preparing for you, a great sacrificial feast on the mountains of Israel, and you shall eat flesh and drink blood. Now, this of course is euphemistically speaking, but God says to the prophet, You speak to the words, uh, to the birds, and you tell them, I want you to come, I've got a place, I want you to come because I'm about to give you the feast of a lifetime to these carrion birds. And uh, Look at verse 18. You shall eat the flesh of the mighty and drink the blood of the princes of the earth, of rams, of lambs, and of he goats, of bulls, of all of them, fat beasts of Bashan. And you shall eat fat till you are filled and drink blood till you are drunk at the sacrificial feast that I am preparing for you. And uh, you shall be filled at my table with horses and charioteers, with mighty men and all kinds of warriors, declares the Lord uh, God. So in the aftermath... Um, uh, it's going to take, if you go on, it's going to take them seven months to bury the dead. It would take longer except for you've got these uh, carnivorous birds that are going to be feasting on the dead bodies. You can imagine all these armies come down. They're devastated. They've turned on each other. The fire has rained down to destroy them. You can imagine the bodies lying uh, uh, in the battlefield so many from all of these armies that uh, came against Israel uh, lying dead that it will take them seven months to, to clean it up and to bury them and, and would take longer, but the birds of the air, God has said, I'm going to call you in to feast upon the dead animals and the, the, uh, the dead uh, uh, armies that will, will be there. And then the Bible speaks of in this chapter as well, that there will be seven years of burning the weapons as fuel. Now, we don't know for sure. Uh, does that mean that uh, that Israel that the the effects upon Israel be that their infrastructure is down, and so they're going to be they're going to have to find ways to you know to supply uh, fuel or fire or those sorts of things to the. We, we don't know, but we know. They will burn the weapons as fuel. They will use those weapons uh, in some way constructive to their their nation and their survival. Seven years there. now. Isn't it interesting? Seven years to burn uh, and clean up. Seven years uh, of use burning these used up weapons. Um, that's not coincidental. You you know I've told you that this is not. People have for years tried to make this the Battle of Armageddon. This isn't the Battle of Armageddon. There are seven years after this battle. Hello? How long is the tribulation, folks? Seven years. I believe, and I have said this for years, I believe this battle, when it happens, is the precursor, it is the front side of the tribulation. It is before the tribulation, but, and, hang on to that thought, because there will be someone who will be able to bring peace to the earth for three years or three and a half years, the antichrist, the world will be in such turmoil. Don't think for an instant that this won't affect America. Now, I'm going to give you seven reasons why God allows this. And then the very next thing we're going into is so, all right, tell us about America, but this is going to have an impact across the globe. Because think about the Middle East and our dependency over there with their, the resources, um, oil and those, and the rest of the world, even if America isn't. Right now, technically, America is energy independent. Did you know that? We are now the largest producer of oil in the world. We supply more oil to the world than Saudi Arabia does. Uh, That may change if a new administration takes over. Because they're already talking about shutting down pipelines and shutting down the oil industry. Uh, it's going to be harder to do than, than said. But nonetheless, America could go back to energy dependence, which w- might render America useless. I'll get into that. I don't want to get ahead, ahead of myself down, down the road. But, but at any rate, so the world will be in turmoil because of this war. The world is going to be in turmoil and the world will be ready to say, somebody, if you can just bring peace, uh, we've never seen anything like this, if we can just bring peace to stabilize Europe and Asia and the Middle East and perhaps uh, uh, America and if there could just be some stability and there will rise on the scene a politician unlike any politician the world has ever seen and he will have a peace plan. And that peace plan will include allowing Israel to rebuild her temple. Uh, And, uh, you know, I told you that in the past wars, Israel conquered the temple mound and gave it back. But this time, this guy will broker a deal of peace for three and a half years. We need peace. And Israel has whipped everybody that's come against them. So let's pacify them, though his intentions are fully evil, and he will turn on Israel. And when he does, it's big time. But to settle everything down and rise to power and to be recognized in the world as, oh, this great leader has arisen and finally somebody has a plan to bring peace. And so, so seven years, right? Are y'all tracking with me? So this war is on the front side of the tribulation and I believe... Now listen, that doesn't mean the next day the tribulation starts, but I think it does mean that sometime shortly thereafter we, we will find ourselves as this person. We'll recognize this, or we'll see who this person is. Many people won't recognize him for what he is, but we'll see who this person is, and he will rise up through the ranks. It may be several years after this before the tribulation begins, but it will be, I believe, this war will be the springboard. and That's my opinion. I believe it will be the springboard for the rise of the Antichrist. And then once he has that, uh, that world dominance where, where he becomes the, the effectual or default leader of the world, then the tribulation begins. Does that make sense? Uh, something along those, those lines. All right. Um, so... Those are just some of, you know, we've looked at some of the surface things, the formation, the invasion, the the effects of the war. Now, I've got three minutes. I, there's no way I'm going to give you seven things in three minutes. Well, that that's a very good question. Uh, the answer would be, if Israel was attacked right now we would be uh, substantively involved but I'll just be honest with you uh, administrations in this nation that have leaned to the left have for years been trying to pull us away from a partnership with Israel and furthermore not only have they tried to pull us away from a partnership they've actually advanced a Palestinian agenda uh, that uh, has depended heavily on Iran to support them by the way the united arab emirates signed a peace treaty remember you heard about that and and some others who was the one group that was that was uh, incredibly angry at it and even protested it was the palestinians instead of supporting their Arab brothers they why it's because the Palestinians and I I don't you know it's a dangerous thing when you use a generic statement but I'm I'm talking about essentially the uh, uh, there are some people that are Palestinians just because they live in that region okay and they're Arabs Uh, but the Palestinians uh, as a whole Uh, much of their advancing their cause is dependent on the support of Iran and Iran's efforts to produce terrorism in the Middle East. So uh, did y'all hear Joe's question? His question was, will America be involved when this attack happens? And the question is, right now, I would say yes, but if it happened today, if it happens in a year, I'll be honest, I doubt it. Because we have seen leftist administrations, and, and guys, whatever you think politically, the administration that is going in is, got, is going to have incredible, enormous, progressively left ideology that is, is demanding that it move left, that it move left. You keep going left, you keep going left. And if I can say it this way, I know it's not good grammar, the lefter they go, the further they get from Israel. And I, so, and by the way, Joe, that's, that will come into play when, yes, I am going to get there, so y'all hang with me, not tonight, but I am going to get there after these seven things I'm going to give you in the next couple of weeks. But when we talk about America, the, reason, the whole reason America, we don't see much, if anything at all, about America in the scriptures, Bible, and the very reason might be because we have abandoned Israel. And God says, remember, I will bless those who bless Israel, and I will curse those who curse Israel. So it may be that we're not a factor because we're trying to survive. I'm going to give you a whole bunch of scenarios that could happen to America that explains why America is is most likely not mentioned at all in Bible prophecy and and uh, Israel is part, part of that Joe. So right now we would. I, I have no doubt that we would. but I can't say I, I hope we would regardless of the administration. but um, I'm going to tell you every time we've had leftist uh, or more liberal uh, uh leadership in Washington we have tried to do away our, our, our disconnect from Israel and um I mean every time not just some of the time every time we've tried to disconnect from Israel and we've made Israel the bad guys you may remember prior to this administration when there would be um there would be missiles being launched from Lebanon uh, into Israel. Y'all remember that, right? That has continued during the last four years too on a much, 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 much smaller scale. And Israel has retaliated. But prior to the last four years, the previous administration would always blame it on Israel. Well, Israel has provoked this. When Israel had done nothing, and the Palestinians knew that there would be no repercussions outside of Israel, and so they would launch these missiles into places, and then uh, they would bl- and then the media and the administration would say Israel is stirring this stuff up. And when Israel would retaliate, they would say, "See." But they would never acknowledge that it was the Palestinians who initiated it. Now, am I making sense? That's why, that's why I tell you, left, the more left an administration is, the further away it gets from Israel. Uh, And I will just say this: the the previous administration made it clear, they even tried uh, to. Uh, uh, to nullify uh, long-standing treaties that America has had with Israel and and make greater um, uh, alignments with Palestinians. And our previous president, not the current one, our previous president um, was very critical of Israel. When Benjamin Netanyahu visited America, the first time he visited america after that administration the president would not even meet with him refused to meet with him and finally only did later on because the public pressure was so great still in america people wanted to support and i think they still do want to support israel and that and he He had a brief meeting with Netanyahu on the second time he came, which was, I think, a couple of years later, and that was only because the uh, pressure that had been and the outcry because he refused and because he had been cozying up to the Palestinians. So uh, I hope, uh, look, that's why I've said to you uh, for years, for years, even in administrations prior to that one. I've been here that long. That, that listen, Israel is not innocent. But if you're going to align yourself, align yourself with Israel. Because God is going to ultimately work through uh, every, look, all of existence started in the Middle East. Did you know that? Life began in the Middle East. Mesopotamia and all, that life began there. Guess where it will uh, conclude on this planet? In the same place. And so, look, I I want to be hooked up with Israel. I'm not going to I'm not going to say They are innocent that they have no responsibility. I've told you, they have the same responsibility to God that any of us have. But I've read this book, and this book tells me how it's all going to wrap up. So I want to be on the right side, amen? I want to be on the right side, which first of all is God's side. Remember that. First of all, the right side is God's side. And then, secondly, because I know how this thing plays out, I want to make sure I remain a friend to Israel. Um, I don't wish ill will on Palestinians, but I want to. Make, if I've got to line myself, I'm going with Israel. Okay. All right. So we won't we won't get to those uh, seven things until next week, and. I don't think I have a lot of preliminary stuff next week, so I think we'll actually get into it. Hang on to your outlines, bring them back, and I'm going to, essentially, we're going to look at uh, seven reasons that uh, the prophet gives us why God would allow uh, all of these nations to come against Israel. And I'm going to show you in passages, I'm going to give you seven of these reasons, all right? And then, when we complete the seven reasons, we're going to get specifically, okay, so what about America? This is necessary to understand that because this sets up who or where America is in those last days. You have any questions tonight? Uh, is, that, is that clear as mud or clear as water? Uh, it's just murky. Okay. <laughs> uh, just in between. Well.